Welcome back to the Three Amigos Plus Milton, the podcast. Hey guys, I'm Luca Cherico. I'm Milton McRavy. I'm Philip Bartley. And I'm Charlie Franchino. Uh, today joining us, we have um, Connie Roses. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I didn't realize I didn't realize you guys did that intro manually every time, but that's yeah, that's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> More authentic. <laughs> that's right. So it changes each time. It would be way easier if we just had like a sound bite and yeah. just like put it in every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can't tell the difference, then it doesn't even matter. Yeah, like... I mean, if we pulled, I mean, we pulled everyone. Yeah, you guys nailed it pretty. You, it was like it was. It sounded the same as the other last, like, like three or four. It was crazy. Sweet. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Maybe, maybe. But now that we're thinking about it, maybe he brings up a good point. Like that, maybe like something we want to. Yeah, honestly. Possibly do. Yeah, whatever. Hey, <laughs> Anyways, so welcome, Connie. Uh, we're glad you could make it. Uh, so pretty much, uh, would you like to just like, I guess say who you are i guess in a way to let our viewers know yes yeah um well i'm i guess i guess my artist name is connie roses i'm not gonna say my (laughs) yo i just had someone spill spaghetti in front of me anyway um my 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 artist name is connie roses so i'm not gonna say my real name because like i got teaching stuff and all that yada 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 trying to keep it kind of anonymous here um but yeah, I go by Connie Roses. I make hip hop music. I make all sorts of hip hop music. Um, I pretty much stay out. Of, I stay out of the genre. Um, and I don't know. I've been making music a while. I'm about to move to Pittsburgh. Hopefully, get it going way more than it is here. Can't really make music um, in a small town. You can't make it big out of Clary. Right. You know? Actually, um, me and Milton were like talking about that earlier today. Yeah. Like we were discussing um, that. Like, Pittsburgh is definitely the place to move, like, if you wanted to boost, like, your music thing. Yeah, and, like, get the word out. We were like, man, like, how do we say that? Like, we don't want to, like, in, in, like, a rude way, be like, man, like, why don't you get to somewhere? We might get some more exposure. But we're like, man, like, I wonder if, if he's planning any kind of a move. But right. there it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I get that completely. It's just, uh, you know, go, go to college at Clarion, and you got to finish up. I, could, I couldn't take any chance of not finishing up. Um, but now that now that I'm going to Pittsburgh, it's like it's like I'm already meeting more people. Like there's a there's a much clearer vision than there was before. Right. Yeah. No, it's good to hear. Um, so I think we should uh, just get right into it. We have some uh, questions we want to ask you. Um, we thought about the uh, like a list of maybe the, the things most people would want to know or the most interesting things to talk about. So um, I think we should uh, get right into it. Charlie, do you want to start us off? Uh yeah sure so. Mr. Uh, Roses, <laughs> what inspired you to start working on music? Because I, me and Milton dabble, you know, a little bit with music. And like, I remember maybe what I was in seventh grade. So you would have been a senior. I remember you made music then. Was that like when you first started? Did you or were you um, into it before that? Um, I mean, I was like recording things into Audacity and like screwing around for a while. And, um, I mean, I guess I call that making music, but, uh, I didn't have any like real setup or any real motive or anything. I was just like, yo, putting stuff on SoundCloud. Oh my God, this is crazy. But, um, yeah, I was making music for a while. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it started. Like 10th grade. I was like 16 playing acoustic guitar. 
Um, so one quick question from me, uh, from Luca. Did being in in Clarion Select Choir do anything for you? Like inspire you to? to no, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I done arts. I should have done arts. That's not that's not a that's not a, a diss or beef with the Clarion Choral Group. But uh, but uh, there's just not there's not a lot of um. You go in art, you're asked to like be creative and do your own thing. You go in choir, it's a group thing. At most, you're getting a solo. So, like, you don't really get to express your vision or your artistic abilities it's very clearly in a choral group. It's more structured rather than being creative. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not about creativity. It's about rehearsal and practice. It's more athletic than it is, um, like, imaginative. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, yeah, if I can build on that, Luca, what do you think was your real inspiration for music? Is there an artist in particular that you thought was really inspiring or a genre or something that really made you want to pursue music? Um, I think I think that's like ever changing pretty much. Like I think I think when I was younger, I thought there was artists that inspired me to do that. Because, I mean, you know, there, there are artists that are, like, bombastic and big. And you listen to, like, Kanye or Kendrick or the bigger ones, and you're like, whoa, the music they make is so artful and fantastic. Like, I want to be I want to be like that. I want to make stuff that good. But then, like, I don't know. Um, I haven't grown up that much. I'm only, like, 21. I'm only a few years older than you guys. But, like, in that time, from 17 to 21, a lot can change. And I don't know. I'm, I'm less inspired to make... I'm less inspired to make music. And I'm more just, like, I'm making music because I enjoy... It makes me enjoy life more. You know, it's less right. inspiration. Yeah. It's more just, like, life is easier making music. No, I mean, that's, that's like, a beautiful sentiment. And, like, you I mean, you say it's, like, a development. Um... When did you start with the the Connie Roses pseudonym? We'll call it. And um, does that mean anything special? Yeah. So actually, actually, so that's that's good. Um, good question. Because like, you know, originally I was making music under the other moniker, and I wanted to make it more anonymous. But actually, um, my whole plan was like was like, yo, I'm just gonna quit doing music, and I'm gonna go to Japan, and I'm gonna teach kids how to speak English, right? Because like. I'm a pretty big weeb out here. I'd be reading Japanese lit and learning Japanese and, and yeah. shit. But um, but um, COVID happened, and then I was like, well, I can't do that. So I guess I'll do music. I'll just do some music, see what it's like. And then I started making like some stuff I really liked making. You know, some stuff that I thought was personally um, my best stuff, and I was really excited about it. So I was like, yo, that was a mistake deleting all that. And I and you know I got to teach, so I chose a pseudonym. That was anonymous, and uh, Connie Roses just comes from one. I thought Roses sounded cool at the end of a name, and yeah. Connie comes from um, the movie Good Time, like the Safety Brothers movie. I don't know if y'all have seen that, um, um, but like same directors who did the Adam Sandler movie last year, uh, Uncut Gems, or that's oh, not, that yeah. was like two yeah. years ago. Uncut Gems, yeah. So, yeah. so definitely check out that movie if you haven't. But yeah, it just comes from the main character Connie. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, that's part of the story. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that because while we were looking into your music a little bit more today, I went back to look for some of your old stuff that I remember listening to like four years ago or whatever. And um, I was going to ask you, is like the Connie Roses pseudonym sort of a, um, was it like a creative rebirth? Because I went back and looked and uh, Palaxy wasn't on Spotify anymore. 
Yeah, Biloxi wasn't on. New Socrates wasn't on. Reclamation wasn't on. Restoration, yeah. Um, all that stuff. It was definitely like a creative rebirth because, um, I don't know, uh, I didn't take it as seriously as I did with Con- like the Connie Roses stuff, you know? Uh, I didn't mark it well. I didn't know what I was doing. I just thought it was like good music, but I didn't put enough time or effort into it. So the Connie Roses thing is like a much bigger dedication to making music. So, going back a little bit to, like, when you were talking about being a teacher, so whenever, like, let's say, like, whenever COVID just, like, completely, like, goes away, whenever that will be, like, and you, like, pursue your teacher career, will, like, will you continue your, like, music career, like, on the side, or, like, how are you thinking about balancing those two? So, yeah, uh, I actually, I actually think about this all the time. I really do, not, not just do want to, but I know that I'm going to be balancing these things. It's not going to be music on the side. It's not going to be teaching on the side. I think both require a lot of passion and dedication. So, um, so you kind of have to balance it because, you know, teaching is not something you're going to get paid for. <laughs> it's not a good job to go get money for and music isn't either. So, um, you know, I think about that. I don't really know what my, my destination or goal is, but, uh, but whatever's going to make me happy, I'm going to try to reach that. So so hopefully hopefully I get to do music because I'd love to do music. I'd love to perform it and do that full time. But, you know, I really don't got an answer for that. Hmm. Well, I think it was a good answer what you said. Yeah, for sure. Being like happy and like pursuing happiness. Yeah, it's definitely one way to live life. For sure. And I think, I don't know, like stuff like that, like really bothers me, like like when teachers ask, like, where do you see yourself in five years? I think that's just such like a, like a difficult question to answer because so much can happen in that amount of time. Like life throws you curveballs sometimes. Like you were saying about like Corona, like you wanted to go to Japan and teach, but life tossed that at you and you kind of had to change paths. Oh yeah. That's, that's like a super shitty question to ask actually. Cause like those same teachers went through the ages 17 to 22 <laughs> and like yo yo you learn you learn so you either learn a lot or you just forget a lot and like there's a lot to learn about forgiveness and empathy and hardship and just losing and losing and bitterness and you know like you know how the world treats you there's a lot to learn there so like you know when you get asked that question it's like the stupidest thing because like <laughs> you're gonna change a lot you're gonna change a lot if you keep your eyes open at least right um okay so to change tones here for a bit we were um as charlie said earlier looking through like your discography before before this interview and um we, we, we couldn't quite decide what we thought our favorite piece was i think it was it was generally a toss-up between uh, chess pieces and glam but um we wondered if you had a personal song that you made that uh Maybe you, it was your personal favorite or something you're most proud of. Um, so, yeah, is there any of your work that you would say would fall under that kind of category? Um, well, I make, like, a lot of different genre-oriented music, so it's, like, hard. But, um, but like, if it's housey, it's Inside Heat. If it's, uh, like, a singy-songy Jack Johnson, it's uh, For Today. If it's, um, if it's, like lyrical it's probably something off wabi sabi i still haven't chosen a uh, a song off wabi sabi probably something off wabi sabi honestly my favorite ever maybe like a maybe like um fucking 
I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Um, right. um, probably like oddly enough, I really like what I wrote on there. So, um, yeah, that also comes with waves. You know, I have different favorite things as it goes on as I make stuff. Mm-hmm. So, kind of going off of that, just like just a personal question I have to know. Did you know you were making like literal fire when you helped make glam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole. Have you listened to? Have you guys listened to that? Uh, that tape Kalau did. Yeah, the his EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we made that whole thing in like a week, so oh, it was damn. like super fun Jeez. to make. Because yeah, we were making really good music, mm-hmm. really, really good music. Like he was, he was going crazy. His writing was really good. The production right. was really good. And, um, yeah, totally, totally. I thought it was super catchy, super fun. Yeah, for sure. I remember listening to Glam because that was, like, the same night, like, uh, Glam, the music video dropped, like, the same night that, um, Legends Never Die by Juice World dropped. So I was listening to that, and I was up at, like, 2 a.m. Like, I just wanted to hear some good music. And I see that, um, Clown dropped something. And I remember when he, like, made stuff under, like, the name Cloud and stuff. And I thought his melodic stuff was, like, really damn good. So I went and listened to Glam, and just, like, from the first chord, like, I could tell that the production sounded really professional. Like, it sounded like a full project. It sounded really good. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's partly because, like, we were like, yo, we need to start taking this seriously. We need to, you know, put together full projects. We can't be putting together, like, bullshitting stuff and you know having raw stuff sound good but not finished right no oh, yeah um okay so sounds like you work a lot with uh Kalau. is there um is there anyone else that you really like to collaborate <laughs> with or anyone who you'd call like your biggest supporter with your music biggest supporter with my music uh that'd probably be like adrian i think adrian helps me out the most when making music and distributing music marketing it so on but um but uh working with someone and shout out Adrian. Go follow him, uh, Adrian Three Weber Instagram. I think that's it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> great photographer. Um, but uh, people I work with, uh, I don't know. I don't know who I want to collaborate with. I collaborate with like a lot of people online, but I don't really, I don't really share that stuff as much, even though it's out there. Um, I got like a tape called the Snake Pit EP, which is like a, a bunch of discords came together and they like had a verses. And uh, we made a tape for that. And then uh, the Kenny Beats Discord has a whole thing I'm working on with them right now. And um, we have a few songs recorded, but uh, nothing. I couldn't think of anyone I want to collab with, you know. Now, does Adrian help you shoot music videos? Is he the one who's behind the scenes with? Man, um... Let me think for that. I, we got like Adrian and and Prince and Olivia's helped us out. Um, you know, I think I think that's more of a question for them because I can't really go through that process because I don't watch the editing. But uh, there's a lot of lighting. There's a lot of work put into it, like six or seven hours. Like, well, yeah, we'll take a whole day. We'll take a whole afternoon to shoot a video, and then it'll take you know like another week to edit it and um, and. Usually, usually we don't we ha- we don't have like enough money or a budget to like make things thematic and make things can't make like a narrative driven music music video. Um, that was a bad voice crack. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So like we're just shooting stuff that looks cool, you know. 
stuff that looks nice to the eye. Nothing, nothing past that so far. But we have tried some narrative stuff. It just, it just hasn't worked out the way we wanted it to. I mean, that makes sense for uh, anyone who's indie doesn't have like a bunch of money or a label behind them that's like giving them all these resources. And um, with that being said, do you have any advice for anybody who's trying to start with music or who's trying to like foster an in, uh, in, uh, interest in being creative with something? Do you have any advice or tips for these guys? Yeah. Um, if you're, especially, especially if you're not in a place where you can build relationships with people, the first thing you need to do is stay really consistent because you're going to be let down a lot of times by by pretty much everything um and so what you need to do is stay consistent you know make your stuff keep making it keep making because i've been making stuff for like four or five years now and i almost like decided to quit because i was like bitter pretty much because like my stuff wasn't getting listens my stuff still doesn't get listens but i'm just uh i'm just confident enough that it will at some point right um secondly secondly when you get the chance to start building relationships with people that is the most important thing for any arts profession, any profession where you're entertaining people, any profession where people want more creative stuff out of you, you need to build relationships because, because uh, you know, eventually someone's going to lead you down the right path. Right. And about that, like, not being able to build relationships thing, I feel like Clarion being as small as it, uh, small as it is, I feel like it gives birth to a lot of creative minds. Like, I feel like, like Prince and Adrian both take, like, incredible pictures but I feel like Clarion is just such a hard town to be creative in because there's really no outlet. There's not oh, a whole yeah. lot of like yeah. diversity of inspiration either. Um. Well, I mean, I mean, the inspiration part. We have the internet now, so, so <laughs> we're lucky about that. We have the internet for sure. But yeah, it is really hard to. Um, it is really hard to stay. It's really hard to stay creative because, like, you know, you got nowhere to put that stuff. You got nowhere to go with it. Um. And and even at the college level, they don't really push that shit like they should, and it's it's really dumb because they should really be pushing that shit. They should really be showing the high school kids like, hey, come to the college, see what your options are. But anyways, anyways, past that, um, yeah, there's the, Clarion. Clarion does have a lot of creative minds, and I think a lot of small towns have creative minds. They're either just um, like you know drowned out, put in the mud, and um, people's fire gives out gives out pretty soon because they're like well i don't have anywhere to place this for sure hey so um just uh just going to like a, a little other thing so we told uh, a very limited amount of people that we were going to have you on the show um so the one person that listened to you the most um did text us and ask us how comes your uh your song zion is not on apple music he, that, was, that was a question he wanted me to ask you. Um, I, I, I don't know, like, um, I don't know how to say it, but, like, he just, he just was very adamant I'd ask you about it. Yeah, do I know this person? <laughs> um, you went to school with him. Yeah, it was, well, it was Zach Hawkins. Do you know him? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know Zach. Yeah, that's he, funny. He, he keeps texting me about it. Yeah, that's funny. No, um. Zion, I don't know. Zion's like a like a rough draft, so like, um, so like, no, nah, I wouldn't ever put that on there. But uh, thank thank you, Zach, for for listening to that, going through my SoundCloud. That's always really appreciated. <laughs> listening to the rough shit. Yep. Um, Charlie, yeah. So um, you put Connie Rose's show on Spotify, but what made you want to put Wabi Sabi templates on Bandcamp? Like, 
are they better at distribution? Is it easier to work with? So the thing about that is that um is that all right? So you have you have Wabi Sabi. All right, so you have Bandcamp, right? You have Spotify. You have all the streaming services. Actually, let's take Bandcamp versus all the streaming services. I sound like a Bandcamp marketer because I practically am at this point. Um, Bandcamp, you can support the artists. You know, like like you make something and you put hundreds of dollars into it, um, and you put it on Bandcamp. You can be assured that some people will buy it and you'll make some of that money back. You know, because like. Right. You got to invest in your music if you want it to come out good. You got to. You got to. And I have. And I have. Um, the art, the art, to the mastering, to the mixing, to the so on. And um, streaming, you know, you put that on there, that's great. You know, like everyone could listen to it. Um, but, but you know, you're not really making any money for it. And, you know, there's the, the thing about the thing about like clout versus like actual money being made is that yeah it's great to have clout and listens but like um i i'd rather just have 20 people that bought the album and were like hey we really do support you and we really do want you to succeed and that's not to say people who stream the music don't want the same thing but it's just like it's just like um you know having a fan base that way makes me like know in my heart that like oh if i stay consistent um, there's at some point this could actually be a much bigger monetary thing than it is now. Right. I feel like that. Um. Yeah. Go ahead with what you're saying. Uh, I, I was just saying, I was just gonna say because like you know Spotify Apple do not come through when when it comes to payments. Right. Yeah, I feel like that also ties in with your um statement about happiness and not really worrying about teaching too much, worrying about music too much. I feel like. With Bandcamp, if people can support you, you know you have more of um like a relation with your audience, I guess. Whereas like um people who sign to record labels and all that type of stuff, I feel like not selling their soul, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I no, I do, I do know what you mean. That's why a lot of uh, artists go independent uh, actually on Bandcamp because it's like it's less about it's less about you know you. you pretty much signing a deal signing a deal which i don't even really need to care about because like i'm not even that close yet <laughs> um but like signing a deal is pretty much saying hey you're gonna give me this lump sum of money and then you're gonna make all the money off any streams and any purchases of my album and any promotion of my album and any so on you know so um so like yeah Bandcamp, Bandcamp's totally cool because if i get a bigger fan base and I'm on Bandcamp consistently, and that's my place to go to. People are gonna buy merch off there. They're gonna buy the album. They're gonna so on, you know. And that's like that's very reliable. That'd be very reliable in the future. Right. Um, Charlie, anything else? No, I just not to like get on my knees in front of you or anything, but like <laughs> I just gotta say that. Um, like, with me and Moon, you know, like, making music, like, I've been working on, um, like, FL Studio. I got that back when I was in, like, 7th, 8th grade, maybe, and I've just been, like, grinding, making beats, like, sampling things, adding drums to it, and that type of stuff, and, like, seeing that you, like, a, another kid from Clarion, making stuff like Wabi Sabi templates, where it's, like, all put together, and it's a full piece, it's just, sure. like, it's pretty inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I like, I like hearing that. It's very helpful. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but thanks again from all of us uh, yeah. for taking the time to be on here. Um, yeah, of course. If there's anything you wanna you wanna leave our listeners with, um, 
like Charlie said before, a shameless plug or a word of inspiration. If there's anything you want to say. Could I say just one more thing before you give your shameless plug? <laughs> I, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to thank you for uh, just, like, all the music you put out. Like, it's definitely, like, you know, like, you're going to school and, like, you just can't find, like, music that, like, fits the vibe. I don't know why, but chess pieces will always just for fit sure. the vibe as I'm going to school. I <laughs> yep. my life just so much better. That's but. really cool to hear. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. That's always cool. Thinking of, think, you know, like that's the thing. All right, that's the thing. That's the piece of advice. Like if you're making music, if you're making podcasts, if you're making videos, just think of a bunch of people vibing out, chilling, you know, doing, doing whatever, and they're just listening to your stuff, and you're not even there, and they're just like, yo, this is really nice. Let's just put this on in the background, you know, like that's uh, that's. I think that's a big thing to aspire to be. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good word for any kind of uh, creativity, and it's good to hear from someone like you who's, you know, farther along and been doing this for years. Uh, so, yeah, we'll definitely try and keep it up. For sure. But, um, Yo, yeah. please do. Please Thanks do. Again. So, now, I guess, is the time for, if you'd like to plug anything. For sure. Yeah, um, connieroses.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Um, that's that's the place to go to whoever's listening. The album seven dollars. Uh, it actually comes out on streaming tonight. It comes out on streaming tonight. So whoever doesn't want to go on Bandcamp, go ahead, jump over to Spotify or Apple at midnight tonight. I know y'all got school tomorrow. Whoever else got school tomorrow, but um, you know it's on there tomorrow. It's on there the next day. But yeah, it's it's gonna be out everywhere tonight. So that's pretty much all I got, man. Give it a listen on uh. On Spotify, and if you like what you hear, then go on to Bandcamp and give them some support. Yep, for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you so much, much, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. We do appreciate it. Yeah, of course, of course. From one creative to another. Yep. Best of luck with anything. We'll be uh, we'll be anxious to hear whatever comes next. Yo, don't get too anxious. Don't be all shaky. Hey, have a good night, guys. Yeah, right, you, you too, man. Peace, man. Peace. Well, that was uh, no, no, that man. was that was Connie Roses, everybody. For that sure. The man, the myth, the legend. There you have it. And we 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 teased that for for a while now. We've yeah. we've had that yeah. one in the works for a couple of weeks, trying to make sure everything smoothed out, all the technical aspects and um, <laughs> all the arrangements. Right <laughs> here we are. But yeah, guys, for sure. Go listen to Connie Roses, man. Like, Please. if you're from Clarion, go support for sure. Like, go listen right now. Whenever you're listening to this, go listen to the Connie Roses show on Spotify. Yeah. It's incredible. It's an amazing piece. And if you enjoy it, definitely head over to Bandcamp. Support them there. Ex- you can for make sure. donations on Spotify. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Just go support them however you can. Like, go buy Wabi Sabi templates. Only seven bucks. It's like a Travis Scott much. meal. Yeah. yeah, come on. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like. Like Charlie said, I don't want to like get down on my knees for Connie Rose's like do like Willie's here, but it's like you'd be like brown nosing, but yeah, like his music fits a, a very specific vibe. I think it really resonates with people our age too. For sure. Like mm-hmm. the like the angsty teenager feel. But right. um but it's fitting. I think a lot of you guys would like it if you uh if you yeah. gave it a listen. Definitely. Don't sleep on it. Listen, yeah. All so. right. This has been the Three Amigos Plus Milton, the podcast. What an episode, boys. Dude, the cut. Hey, what's up?